0: What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America NA, member FDIC.
1: It's time for Thriller Thursdays here on the Mutual Audio Network.
2: The following audio drama is rated PG for parental guidance.
3: The Huck Chronicles, Follow the adventures of Detective Kate Hawk, who went from a Baltimore police detective to intergalactic investigator, from fighting crime on the streets to crime in the stars.
1: And now, Episode 193, The
4: Great Space Chase. Are you sure about that? Bella doesn't have the crew to launch into space.
5: The Canberra doesn't have a launch assist computer like a Robo-4. So I don't know how
4: she's doing it, but that's definitely a ship launching. Georgia, do you have telemetry on the vessel launching?
0: Unidentified craft is at 60 standard miles, speed 2300 and climbing. Angle of ascent indicates orbital burn.
4: Passing through,
6: 10,000.
1: So let's get after her.
6: Mercury, we verify the vehicle launching without clearance is the Canberra.
1: Thank you, Center. All hands strap in. Gabby, prepare for launch sequence.
7: Stand by. Cali, Clarence, request immediate clearance for launch.
6: Mercury, stand by. Mercury range is clear. You're cleared for launch. Good luck.
7: Copy that. Thank you.
1: Joe Mac, prepare for launch. Close cupola cover.
5: Close and
7: cover.
1: Strapping in. Gabby. Launch sequence is yours.
7: Georgia, prepare main boosters.
0: Main boosters
7: online. Hull integrity check. All bulkhead doors
0: are sealed. Ramp is sealed. All systems green.
7: Increasing throttle to maximum atmospheric velocity. Helmets on.
1: Crew, radio check. The Joffre is go. Captain is go.
5: Marco is go. Captain Joe Mac is. Let's go.
7: Pitch up 90 degrees. Main boosters are ready. Going to full launch power in three, two, one. Ooh, yeah,
0: I love that kick in the pants. do will remember that, Joe Mac. All systems nominal. Fifty percent escape velocity achieved.
1: I have the stellar coordinates for
4: the Boulder Bar portal locked in. Standing by for any course change. We'll continue for the Baldabar Portal. Georgia, do you have a radar lock on the Canberra?
0: Negative. We are experiencing ionization interference. We are now at 75% escape velocity. All systems nominal. You think
5: Bella is actually headed for the Baldabar Portal? She's jumping right out of the frying pan into the fire. Hey, 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 hey. just because she's headed for the portal doesn't mean she's going to Baldabar. She could even be heading to the Titan system.
4: You can rule out Titan Four. When we left there, there was no love for Wi-Fi or reach itself. I guess it's the old headquarters of Latumus,
1: or even the mining planet Galaza.
5: Maximum escape velocity achieved. 30 standard seconds to zero G's. Oh, I feel like I'm riding an enraged Bromby up here. <laughs> Sounds like one of your typical Saturday night skipper. Now that you mention
0: it. Ionization is clear. No radar contact.
4: Are you sure? She can't be too far ahead of us.
0: I am a series Robonaut 4. I do not make mistakes unless you program me incorrectly.
7: Way to set him straight there, how? Jaffra, you're forgetting. Bella is a woman. You need to think like one.
4: Obviously I'll have to leave that to you.
7: We have achieved zero Gs. Shutting down main boosters. Starting gravitational rotation. Georgia, polarize main view screen and start nose cameras counter-rotation.
0: Beginning 1G, 45 RPM rotation. Camera is operational. Screen is polarized.
1: Helmets off. Nice flying, Gabby.
0: We are currently at
1: 1G. Joe Mac, make your way down to the bridge. I'm on me way. Alright everyone, you're free to walk about the cabin. Gabby, what did you mean think like a woman?
7: My personal opinion is that she wants you to think you're chasing her, when all the time she's leading you.
4: Leading us? Leading us where?
7: Away from her! You're assuming she's making a break for the portal. She's not on radar. Even though her transponder is off, we would still get a standard radar ping.
1: Of course, she probably went into orbit. We're headed out into deep space while she's biding her time on the other side of the planet.
7: Wow, Marco. I'm impressed.
4: I do have a sensitive side, me. Gabby, set up a geosynchronous orbit. We'll sit out here for a while. In the meantime, Georgia, attempt to contact Cali's centre through their satellite system. Perhaps they can detect her presence if she is indeed orbiting Cali. You can run, but you can't hide.
2: Good morning, Tony.
8: Ah, good morning, Kate. Are you adapting to the time change?
2: Don't remind me. My body clock says it's still 2 a.m. Where's your sidekick this morning?
8: A kick in the side is more like it. He should be here soon.
2: Maybe he stopped to get breakfast.
8: He knows I demand promptness in subordinates. He'd better have a good excuse.
2: Is it like him to be late?
8: Actually... He's always been very punctual. It will be interesting to hear what his excuse will be. In the meantime, all we can do is resume our work. How are you getting on with the social media search?
2: Nowhere, actually. It seems everyone who works here keeps a very low social media profile. Even their families don't seem to mention them.
8: Yeah, that's the nature of the intelligence game as I'm sure you're aware.
2: Yes, I am. Even our personal emails are monitored. I might be wasting valuable research time here. Maybe I can divide up some of those financial checks with Jameson.
9: Good morning, everyone. They're ready to get back to it.
8: Good morning, Director. Yes, we're just discussing concentrating more on financials than social media.
9: I agree. If we have a leak, I'm sure they wouldn't put anything on social media to draw attention to themselves.
2: I thought I'd help Jameson and concentrate on financials
9: with him. That's a good idea. Where is he, by the way? Did he step out for coffee?
8: He's not in yet, Director. I'll give him a call momentarily. Perhaps he's stuck in traffic.
9: Carry on, then. You've got a lot of work ahead of you.
8: Will do, sir. (sighs) All right. Candidate number four, Higgins. Relatively new to the post, he doesn't appear to have any field assignments in the areas of the lost informants. Nothing jumps out of his records.
2: I don't see any unusual deposits or withdrawals. His credit card records look fine. He seems to have a penchant for silk ties, but other than that, everything looks quite normal. All right.
8: All right. On to number five, then.
2: Would that be Barnaby? Simon? Hey, are you okay over there?
8: Uh, 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 yeah, yes, I, I'm sorry. Yes, that would be Barnaby.
2: I think you should call him.
8: Barnaby? Why would I want to call Barnaby?
2: No, Jameson. Evidently, it's not like him to be this late. Maybe he's stuck in traffic, like you said, Or maybe there was an accident. I'm sure there's a good reason for him being late. I suppose so. Straight to voicemail?
8: Yes. That's very peculiar. He must be indisposed at the moment. Well, we shall have a little chat about this when he comes in.
2: I knew Tony was really worried. An hour went by, then two, three, and by the time five hours went by, he was really concerned. He left early to go to Jameson's apartment, or flat as they say here. I continued going through the financials of several more suspects. Jameson's absence this morning was highly unusual. As a junior analyst, he's under close scrutiny. This didn't bode well for him. My concern was interrupted by a phone call. So you're just now getting to work?
10: Yeah, and I suppose you're about ready to go home in a couple of hours, huh?
2: Probably, in about three hours.
10: So, has jet lag, or should I say stip lag, caught up with you yet?
2: It really isn't that bad. How's it going there?
10: It was like O'Neill said. I'd probably have a case waiting for me, and sure enough, I did. It's just a vetting case for a prospective IRS employee, but at least it's something.
2: Let's just hope it's not another Hongan. Oh,
10: you and me both. I'll be glad when Jim gets back from Boulder He should be arriving at Martin State in a few hours.
2: Now, if you want to talk about stiplag, that's stiplag. 30 hours in a box and zero G's?
10: Well, you know Barnes. He loves all that space travel.
2: Yeah. I always teased him about watching NASA TV. I told him he could watch paint dry and see more action. Well, so what's going on there? We're just combing through records of people looking for discrepancies. I can't really go into too much.
10: Ooh, 007 stuff, eh?
2: Kinda. The big news today is that Jameson didn't show for work. Simon's rather upset with him.
10: He didn't call in or anything? Nope. But as a junior analyst, isn't he still in a probationary period like me? Exactly.
2: I've got another call coming in. It's probably Simon.
10: Oh, okay. Talk to you later.
2: Hello?
8: There's no sign of him at his flat. I'm not sure he even came home last
2: night. Really? That's odd.
8: Yes, I'm going to canvas his neighbors. Perhaps someone saw him coming and going. Uh, Kate, I don't have a very good feeling about this at all.
1: We've been out here for five standard hours. It only takes 90 standard minutes to orbit Cali. Georgia, have you been
4: able to access any of Cali's communications satellites?
0: We will need to reposition to the coordinates I sent to navigation.
4: Got them. Gabby? Relative
1: bearing 0, 030. 0. Ahead, slow.
7: 030, slow. Tune
0: to 9 or 6.7, poor Cali Center.
7: 9 or 6.7.
5: I was afraid she'd give us the slip. She could have doubled back and went right back to New Market.
7: Listen, if I'm being brutally honest, and I've said this before, she doesn't possess the skill sets one needs for re entry without burning up your ship. There has to be a better explanation.
4: We'll need to figure out that explanation soon. I really don't think she's making a break for the boulder bar system. There's no way she could traverse the portal without the BSS detecting her. She has to be in this general area.
7: I think we have a clear signal now. Cali Center. Mercury with you on nine or six point seven. Mercury calling Cali Center.
6: Mercury, this is Cali Center. We read you. Go ahead.
7: Stand by for our bounty hunter, Jafra.
4: Center, this is Jaffra. We've been in pursuit of the stolen freighter Canberra with two fugitives aboard. we followed them into orbit but have lost them. Do you have any tracking data?
6: Mercury, once the ship reached the far side of the planet, we lost tracking data. We are awaiting a report from a remote tracking station on the other side.
4: We copy that. Please inform us as soon as you receive any data.
1: Copy that, Mercury. That's really odd. She either re-entered the atmosphere or she's headed out into space.
5: She could be anywhere. She had to have picked up a crew. I just don't
1: think she could have done this alone. You think? I'm inclined to agree with you, Marco. Without at least a navigator, she'd be flying blind. Personally, I don't think Wi-Fi is in any kind of shape to be useful at all. If he's even alive. Marco, what's the closest planet to Cali? According to the latest navigational data, that'd be Baldabar through the portal. I seriously doubt she'd make a run for Baldabar. She'd never get through the portal with the IDF waiting for her.
7: That's a big planet down there. Maybe she talked to someone or picked up a crew member who knew of another large settlement on the other side.
4: Yeah, that would make sense. I think she's looking for a place to lay low before making a run for it.
5: And I still think Wi-Fi isn't in any kind of shape to help.
1: After seeing that operating room in Newmarket, I agree.
6: Mercury, Callie Center.
7: Go ahead, Callie.
6: Our last tracking of the Canberra shoot at leaving orbit and headed for the moon.
7: What's the size of your moon?
6: It is one-sixth the size of Cali. There's no atmosphere or water. We haven't had any contact after that.
7: Thank you, Center. Mercury clear.
1: Marco, plot a course to enter lunar orbit. We need to fly to the dark side. Stand by for portal closure. Portal is closed. You are cleared for egress.
3: Oh, Pyramid man, you are a sight for sore eyes. Where Kate and Kelly?
1: Kate is assisting Agent Simon with a case.
3: Case? What kind of case?
1: The kind that is above our pay grade to know. Evidently, they could use some help on an internal matter.
3: You know, that sounds like a good thing for her. She doesn't need to be going out and having another mission of danger.
1: My feelings, exactly. It sounds like a nice, safe, low-key operation to help her get back into, you know, the swing of things.
3: And Kelly?
10: Well, speak of the devil. Well, hey, it's about time you came back to the real world. How was the trip?
3: Hey, 36 hours and a big tin box. I think that about says it all. So, how did you like your first assignment?
10: Kate and I were in Queens with a detective, Jocko. Major Jocko?
3: Yeah, sure, I know him. He was a bad squadron commander.
10: Yeah, he's talking about going back. He hates desk duty. But anyway, we were able to catch Louie and all his cronies. So I understand you stayed up there to greet him and Hank? How did that
3: go? They wanted to be featured in some sort of Roman Coliseum death match. And the winner got shot.
10: From what I know about Hongans, that sounds about right.
3: Well, I was happy to see those two escorted back to their new home in Boldabar Prison.
10: I understand that the Mercury
1: returned to Cali in search of Bella and Wi-Fi.
3: Yeah, it shouldn't take them too long to find her. Without going through the Boldabar portal, there aren't too many places there she can hide. Do you miss being up there yet? Uh, You know, not really. Don't get me wrong, space travel was always a dream of mine. However, I like the good old Earth under my feet. So, uh, anything happening in the office?
10: Yeah. Yeah, there was a message from the IRS when I returned. The IRS? Oh, don't worry. They want to hire us for a vetting job.
3: Oh, you mean like a real job? Not an alien trying to destroy our infrastructure?
10: No, just a complete background check on a prospective employee for the agency. I don't know, Jim. Do you think you can handle a normal case?
3: Well, I'm willing to give it a good try. Mr. Pierman... Don't call me for at least a day. I'll be working a very important case.
1: The IRS case? No.
3: A case of O'Hara Irish Red.
2: Kate Hawk?
8: How are you coming on with the list?
2: I'm starting on subject number seven. Have you had any luck finding Jameson?
8: I'm asking. Now, his car is parked outside, but I can't get an answer. I've called for his landlord to bring a key. I take it you haven't heard from him either.
2: No, I haven't. I don't want to sound like an alarmist, but this is getting serious.
8: I'm just as concerned as you are. This isn't like him at all. The landlord will be here soon. In the meantime, talk to Director Cage and see if we can ping his mobile and see if he's used his credit card since yesterday.
2: Okay. Call me as soon as you find anything out.
8: Well do.
9: Director? Agent Hawk, please come in. Have you found something?
2: No, sir. This is about Junior Analyst Jameson. Agent Simon is at his place right now. His car's there, but there's no sign of Jameson. Agent Simon's waiting for a key from the landlord. This This doesn't sound good. Uh,
9: Jameson gave no indication last night that there was anything unusual going on with him.
2: No, everything seemed normal. Tony was wondering if you could arrange to have his cell phone records examined or try to ping it without raising too much suspicion.
9: I can have that done. Keep this among the three of us. If there is a mole here, I don't want them to know that we're doing record searches on our own people. I'll get this information to you as soon as I have it.
2: Thank you, sir. I'll let Agent Simon know. Yes. Did you find something?
8: It appears, from everything I see here, that he never came in last night. His car is parked outside, but the flat looks like no one was here last night at all. I know him well enough to know that he does enjoy a beverage when he gets home. There's nothing here to indicate at all that he's been here.
2: Maybe he just cleaned everything up.
8: Yesterday was bin collection day. There's nothing in the bin now. Meaning he either went out to eat last night or he didn't
2: eat at all. And no sign of any beverage from last night. Absolutely nothing. Director Cage is running a check on his phone. I'll let you know what he finds.
8: All right. I'm going to talk to more of his neighbors and see if they can establish any kind of timeline for last night. Let me know about his mobile as soon as you have anything.
2: I will.
0: Lunar orbit established. Estimated time for one revolution is 20 standard minutes.
1: Thank you, Georgia. Marco, what navigational data do we have on Cali's moon? Well, there are no installations or buildings or structures of any kind shown on the map. I do see a, some remote
5: rovers. I remember hearing that during the Galactic Wars, this place was used as a muster point. Combat sorties would gather on the surface in preparation for space assaults into deeper sectors.
4: Would that mean there are areas that a big ship like the Canberra could land?
7: Not necessarily. Fighters, even back then, were vertical takeoff and landing. Now, if they staged cargo ships here, that would be a different story.
1: Georgia, what's our estimated time to blackout communications with Cali? Four
0: minutes and sixteen standard time units. Blackout will last twelve standard minutes.
1: Marco, engage surface radar. Let's keep a lookout for something on the surface. Engaging surface radar sweep.
7: You know... We're making the assumption that she entered into an equatorial orbit. If she didn't, our search pattern is worthless.
5: We're going to have to go on the assumption that she'll take the easiest route around. I seriously doubt she'd try an unconventional orbit, or even a landing. I think using a sweeping radar means we're looking for a wreck. So I hope we don't find anything. Jaffra,
4: do you seriously think Bella would try and land the camera on the surface? She'd have to have a skilled crew to do that. I agree that it would be unlikely that she landed here on the moon. If we don't encounter her here on the dark side and Cali Center doesn't pick her up, I think we're chasing a ghost. But if she headed back to the
1: surface of Cali,
4: wouldn't Cali Center have
1: picked her up on the radar? Not necessarily. I don't believe they were tracking her at that time. Now, if she did that while we were orbiting the dark side, then yes, Cali would track her.
6: Mercury, Cali Center.
7: Callie, this is Mercury. Go ahead.
6: We have determined that the Canberra should have reappeared from the dark side of the moon based on your initial sighting. We have no confirmation that it has done so.
7: Stand by. Do you have any uh, special requests for Center?
4: No. Tell them we appreciate the monitoring.
7: Center, we understand you have not made contact with the Canberra. We appreciate your assistance. We'll make a dark side pass, then advise you of our intentions.
4: We copy. Jomak, go back up into the copula. You can get a much better panoramic view from up there. Everyone strap in. We'll need to be in zero-g for Jomak to use the copula. Georgia, stop gravitational rotation and resume normal navigation.
0: Resuming zero-g conditions.
4: Alright, I'm on my way. There's not much we can do now but search the far side. Maybe we'll get lucky.
9: Agent Hawk, how are you doing with those financial checks?
2: I just completed Subject 8. So far, there are no suspicious activities or transactions in their financials. Agent Simon will have to cross-check their case files to eliminate them completely. How'd it go with the phone search?
9: As far as we can tell, Jameson didn't make any calls in the last 24 hours. It also appears that his phone never left the building.
2: That's very odd. It's starting to look more and more like he left in a hurry.
9: To where? It doesn't make any sense at all. One day of background checks they he disappears.
2: It's Agent Simon. Hey, the director's here with me. What did you find? speaker. Okay. Go ahead.
8: I've talked to some of his neighbours. A couple of them remember him arriving around 6pm, but
3: no one recalls hearing or seeing him leave.
9: We've gone through his cell records, so Jameson's last call was from here yesterday. According to GPS tracking, his cell should still be there in his flat.
8: I'll go through his place again and see if there's anything that might tell us where he is.
2: Do you think he had to leave for an emergency? Maybe he was helping someone.
8: That doesn't seem likely. Go ahead and check the credit card records. See if he's used it recently.
9: No, just to be sure, Tony, he didn't have comp time coming and forgot to mention that he was taking the day off, did he?
8: I don't believe so. We are right in the middle of a personnel audit. I will remembered that. The more I dig into us, the more I feel that there is some foul play involved.
9: And you've checked the local hospitals? Of course I checked the hospitals. No one has been admitted who fits his description. Oh no. What is it? What did you find?
2: 50,000 pounds. What do you mean, 50,000 pounds? A deposit was made last night into Jameson's bank account. A deposit of 50,000 pounds.
3: Why did Jameson receive such a large deposit right after he started searching for the MI6 mole? Will the Mercury find the Canberra? And will Barnes and Kelly finally get a normal case? Find out the answers to these questions and more in the next episode of the Hawk Chronicles On The Run.